0: Welcome back to Nerd On. You are listening to Mandalorian, the first official, unofficial companion series <laughs> for the Mandalorian on Disney Plus. plus. Uh, we break down the episode from plot to key characters and give you our takeaways from mythos and uh, and the narrative. Uh, today's episode, we're going to be covering Chapter Eleven, The Heiress.
1: Woo-wee. Bang, bang, The Heiress. Finally, The Heiress. Everyone, first things first. This is this is Tom, and I'm saying. Fine. No. finally. I was going to say it, a bad word, but we put it on the air other places. I don't want to get, you know, taken down. <laughs> um, But uh, let's introduce the host. Uh, my name is Tom. I'm Corey. <laughs> always, 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 <laughs> always like Snape. And this episode is brought to you in part by the wonderful people of the Nerdon Nation powered by Patreon. Uh, if you want to support creators like us, Patreon is the way to go. You get inducted into the Nerdon Nation. What is the Nerdon Nation? There's a wall of nerddom. So your name gets blasted and put on the wall of Nerdon for every one of our YouTube videos. Isn't that freaking awesome? Um, but also, mm-hmm. you get discount codes for merch. But also, you get to listen to episodes that have never been heard, like The Extra and The Minute. And The Extra, like, we get to have some fun with some pretty crazy topical things. We talk about, like, presidential debates. We talk about. That's mm-hmm. um, no, not a good what, way to pitch it. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) It's a fun way for us to go about it because, you know. It's
0: a fictional fictional. presidential ticket. Exactly. If you want to see what that's about and what our opinions are on who should be president, et cetera, join the non-nation.
1: Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily cover an episode or a season or a movie. They're more just like free-flowing. And we just talk about some nerdy things, baby. Um, but also the the minute where we kind of go over based on like the, the time frame, the seasonal thing that we can talk about in a minute. Is that possible? Find out, baby. Um, but also I uh, want to give a big shout out to Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee. Um, this hype mic what we're recording on is the microphone that has allowed us to, you know, do our podcast at a distance. And it's, I would recommend it for everyone that is trying to um, create new content, whether it's video essays, uh, Twitch streaming stuff, um, or playthroughs of their favorite video game. Um, and uh, I would uh, recommend uh, the Apogee hype mic uh, to my friends who are also teachers, who are also having to do distance learning and stuff like that, just because you get like really good audio quality. But we wouldn't be finished without talking about if you're giving audio quality very, very giving it out in a good way. You want to take it in in a very good and positive way, which is why we're li- we're using these Odyssey headphones. These are the LCD ones, these open back, um, yes, open back, open yes, back man. headphones, which um, allow our ears to to breathe really well, and they're very comfortable. Um, I'm again, I'm always say this, Ollie, you are my poster boy because we came into this big conundrum of not finding headphones at we're comfortable because we had the podcast yeah. for hours and hours and mm-hmm. it was all suggestion. suggesting. I was like, Hey, these fit really well. They're really comfortable. Yeah. And they had this long cord. So like we can go in and out away from the mic if we need to. Um These had yeah. Audis- I
0: mean, Yes. If you're, I mean, fun fact, if you're, if you're a watcher of the earlier episodes of neuron podcast on YouTube, which should be, uh, you could see me, the odd man out with my own custom pair of headphones that I brought from, yeah. from home <laughs> that I would bring from home every week. Cause I, you know, I needed the sort of the comfort, for my ears because they're a little sensitive, but
1: that's been all the uh housekeeping. Please, everyone, also check out the uh nerd on uh, discord, which is uh nerdon.tv backslash discord if you want to chat more about the Mandalorian. Um, so let's get into it. Uh we'll yeah. do initial reactions for the episode. Yeah, take us yeah. off, Tom. Take, take us take off. off here. Uh so so I didn't watch this when it all came out, everyone was saying how this was the best episode of the show so far. And I was like, okay, what's the hype? And then Corey, it was like, hey man, did you watch it yet? And I was like, no, I, I'm at work. What are you talking about? And uh, I was really surprised and uh, like how he was like, oh, okay, let me know. And I was like, Why, what, what, what's his deal? And uh, <laughs> when I finally watched it, I texted him and said, fine fucking Lee. Yeah, there <laughs> because it, <is. laughs> it got to the things that I. Kind of gave a shit about. And this is again, this is me being unfair to the show of being like, I'm not meeting the show where the show is at, of like, uh this this is a show, and I want the show to be something different. Where now in this season, we have we have uh Din Jaren who is on a quest to find the other Mandalorians. And um Things like that happen without spoiling it. I mean, are we past spoilers
0: on this episode, or are we still... Yeah, really? I mean, it's a it's a mini-series. you're watching, yeah. like, Chapter 11 episode of Mandalorian, you, you've been watching.
1: Okay, cool. So, so we finally meet some other God-blessed Mandalorians, and th- this connects to the shit that I like, because this is what I wanted The Mandalorian Shore to be, and so I was... Supremely pleased with like oh thank God we got to I this was like, and, f- when I saw it that's what I said I was like thank God Tom's gonna have something nice to say <laughs> and no but the funny thing is so <laughs> I remember a a black man beyond which Mark Bernardin hosted the Fat Man Beyond podcast like him and Kevin Smith co-host but when Kevin Smith was gone to doing the tour for mm. um, the reboot. Uh, he Tom Mark had this. a guest Katie Sackhoff on the show mm-hmm. and she was talking about like, well, you know, I'm part of the universe. So, and it's just really cool to see her reprise her role. And I was like, mm. yes. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a get, li- get to be the live action version, version. of a, version. W- oh, the character you voiced. voiced. Yeah. That doesn't That's happen. Insane. Yeah. Kevin, no. Kevin Conroy and her are probably the only two people in the world that I could name off the top of my head that, that do that. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's really, really cool. Um, and I got Matthew we'll Lillard talk- did the opposite he yes. was shaggy and then he did the voice <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll get more into it in the later part of the show but uh, I want to hear everyone else's initial reactions too Um,
2: well for me this was uh, I mean you've watched I think Clone Wars and Rebels more recently than I have by far Uh, mm-hmm. so you're you're a little more entrenched in it Uh, but th- I, <laughs> the minute she took off her helmet and I saw it was her I was like this is cool. This is they, very, very cool. They got cool. the
1: eyebrows right, too. And that was yeah. like an attention to detail thing. I was like, holy shit, her eyebrows are um, like the way that it is in the obvi- show. Obviously, their armor is very recognizable
2: if mm. you've watched Clone Wars mm. or Rebels. So when they jumped down on the ship, it was very brilliant of them to kind of shoot it at first through the grate. So you're kind of like, yeah. who is that? And then you see the helmet and you're like, if you're, if you're familiar. The cool thing about it is if you're familiar with the lore, you know who it is. If you're not, you already
1: recognize the helmet style because well, they've established it, it in the universe. I want to shout out Steve's cuz he's had this fight so many times. It's like in Batman Begins when he first arrives on the docks and you can't see him punching. You don't you just see people flailing and you see quick movements and you're like what's happening? But you just realize like crazy things are happening so fast and it's mm-hmm. like really really good.
2: Um I was I mean obviously if anyone here has listened to my past Star Wars uh, rants and raves i'm a huge fan of mon calamari as a people uh akbar and his son like so to be able to see them in their like natural state uh a bunch of fishermen which is obviously ironic but uh you know the guy at the docks wearing wearing like a fisherman's sweater and overall it's just like it was great it was really like, as a fan of, of I, I don't know how many Mon Calamari fans there are in the world, but as one of them, it was very exciting to see. He's this infiltrated meme culture. How do you, how are you not a fan? Yeah, uh, right. But he's There's not a Akbar, tribe. obviously. But yeah, uh, very exciting. And I'll be honest, I didn't see the betrayal coming for some reason. I just, it, it, I wasn't on my guard, whatever it was uh maybe i was softened by them living side by side with mon calamari where i was like oh they're good people but when he pushed that baby in i was like damn dude Mm -hmm. what the hell is happening um i also want to give a shout out to the repurposed atat Mm. that's a like a fishing vessel now i Uh, yeah
0: when i saw that thing i was like one i was like is that kind of like a weird throwback to uh, her other one that she directed, we didn't talk about this, but it was *Dicebot*, Dallas. Uh, yeah, Howard. Bryce Dallas that Howard. That was Bryce Dallas Howard who directed it. Oh, because uh, she did walker. the other one with
2: the Chicken Walker.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, it was. But, it was but kind I of just cool love scene. that technology. That whole scene. I mean, of it re-entering.
1: I would. Like, I yeah. would. I would almost hearken to Ollie's. Like, I mean. I mean to say this in the nice way, it's like, it's what you always talk about well, of world building and living in it where it's like, this is the same feeling I got with Ray. I was going to say,
0: yeah. When like, and that, we
1: see Force Awakens and Rey's living in one and I really yeah, enjoyed right. that.
0: Well, for me, like, so for me, I, I haven't really watched any of Rebels um, or very little of Clone Wars and I'm not familiar with Bo-Katan. <laughs> so when I when I was like, the internet's blowing up <laughs> about it. First of all, I'm a huge Battlestar Galactica
1: fan. Yeah, so Katie Sackhoff is
0: Thrace is probably my favorite character in the show. So, Katie Sackhoff being in the show already just by itself was a huge treat. Right. I was like, okay, this is great. Uh, but then, learning about like what it means for the Mandalorians, and then learning mm-hmm. that it's like a character that's already being explored. And I'm like, Dave, what are you doing with this? Like, doing what craft he should have done. And here's you're, like weaving
2: going back to our first season of tom being like do some mandalorians take their helmet off do some not like yeah and which i am just
1: so glad that they finally fucking did it cuz i'm like this is stupid like i, I am yeah. spitting over my mic but i said that like i was like i hate this like this is such a like a contrived thing but then like the way they just did it i'm like their cool clan. cool i'm done i'm i'm over it like now cuz it's like it, they talked about it, it it's harkens to the death watch right
2: so like mm-hmm. they make certain references that are
1: she very was the leader yeah she was the leader, and they're like a terrorist organization
0: yeah do you can can you give like a five like a two minute like backstory on her um or those who so
1: so people who don't know in in Clone Wars, um Kenobi and Anakin go to uh Mandalore they go to the planet Mandalore and mm-hmm. they meet Satine uh Kryze, who is the current ruler she is current Mandalore that's what it's called like you are the ruler of the Mandalorians, you are Mandalore on planet Mandalore mm-hmm. and right. um so uh, who Bo-Katan is is actually Satine's sister, and so, so, mm. so it feels like there's like this uh, um, like empire strife because uh, Bo-Katan, who is the leader of the Night Watch, wanted to have a military coup and bring Mandalorians back to their warrior way, and so she was like, "I don't like Satine's pacifist rule working with the Jedi, who we were literally raised to fight against." Um, and so there's, like, a military coup. And this story continues in Rebels, where one of the main characters' name is Sabine Wren. And yeah. she is the female Mandalorian mm-hmm. of the crew. And she... Uh, so the Rebels are trying to create a, a a front, a military front to fight against the Empire. And at this point, Mandalore is um, ruled by the Empire. And um, so Sabine is looking for Mandalorians. And there are different clans. And so her clan Wren go and find Bo Katan. And they find out that Bo Katan um, is like just holding, just white knuckling what the people of Mandalorian that she has. And so under Bo Katan, they're like, we need a powerful Mandalorian that can, you know, wrestle the power and unite all the clans together. And then she ends up having the Darksaber and being called the Mandalorian. Mm. And like, I am the leader. And this ends up having a little tussle with Darth Maul. And Darth Maul takes back. The dark sa- dark saber. So it's like a really cool, like, the fight for the dark saber is a really big thing. Because once you own the Darksaber, you are the ruler of the Mandalorians. And so yeah. with Bo-Katan looking for the Darksaber here, and Moff Gideon has it, that means somewhere along the lines where she was trying to oust Imperial um, occupation on Mandalore, um, she lost the Darksaber to Moff Gideon. And so Moff Gideon is the ruler of the Mandalorians. And so I'm like, none of this. And so, like, that's why I was so mm-hmm. pissed with like the end with of season one. The way they were. Because it's like, it's like if they just show the Infinity Gauntlet in like Iron Man 1. And I'm just like, mm. that has no context for this. This literally doesn't mean anything. It's like, Shield means something. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Avengers Initiative means something. But it's like, Darksaber, like, this guy isn't anything near of what we saw with Mandalorians in what is established universe. So, with Dave Filoni, what he's doing, I'm like, cool. Like, yeah. This all, now you're going to like weave this in. If this becomes like the runner for the series of the Darksaber and the Mandalorian Prides, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for it. But
0: as far as like, as far as this episode, like in itself, in a bubble, like I think it was, it was so well done. Like it was, it kept, it kept moving. It was a good pace. Like some of the shots were amazing. Some of the sequences were awesome. I don't know. It was just done really well. And this, and it's my favorite for sure of this, of the, of this season. Um, yeah. Episode wise. I still, um, it, it, Oh go ahead. I'll have to wait to see if it's of, of all time or whatever. But
2: well, it's says you know, the thing I really liked about, and it was all established in one line, and I think we're obviously going to explore this. And maybe I'm just forgetting from Clone Wars or Rebels, but we've never heard the term children of the watch before. Yeah, we've heard it's Night just, Watch. We've heard night, we've heard night owls and death watch.
1: Yeah, Death Watch. Yeah. And so the um, thing is the thing is, yeah. So children yeah. of the watch. So yeah, this is the, uh, I think what they're trying to do is make an illusion of like this that's who that was. But you're also backhandedly saying, like, she's no longer affiliated with the, the Death Watch.
2: Right. She's no longer. But the Children of the Watch is an entirely different thing. So, Children of the Watch is, as she describes, a religious zealot. Uh, zealot group who broke away from uh, Mandalore. I mean, it has a lot in line with Death Watch, obviously. Uh, little uh, Death Watch wasn't quite as religious uh, zealots. They were just not pacifists. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm interested to see how they're going to explore that within Mandalore's being as a person because it's all he's known. This is the way, like all that kind of shit. You find out that actually he's kind of been brainwashed in a sense or indoctrinated into a religious delicate group that he's finding more and more are not favored Within the rest of his clan or his people.
1: people. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to do really quick production before we get into all of it. Sorry, we, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. getting into all of it. No, no, I love it. Um, so this episode came out November 13th, directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, um, who. Uh, Wow, did I not put it on here? Anyways, uh, and the... Wow, I did have it on here. That's really wild. Oh, no, okay, cool. Uh, Who worked on Call Me Crazy, Soulmates, and Dads. The director of photography is Matthew Jensen, who did work on Chronicle, Ray Donovan, and Wonder Woman. Um, The appearances on the show are Katie Sackhoff, who plays Bo-Katan Kryze from Battlestar Galactica, Rebels, and Longmere. Uh, Mercedes Vernado, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, who plays Casca Reeves. Uh, Simon Cassianides. Uh, plays Axe Wolves, who is an agent of Shield. How to Train Your Dragon Two and Assassin's Creed. And the Imperial Captain is played by Titus Welliver, um, who's in Bosch, Lost, and Deadwood. Um, so those are like all the really main A lot things. Deadwood
0: people. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, this- and this episode is 35 minutes, so it's something that I'm willing to like. All right, we're getting we're getting there. We're getting to that that point. Okay. I'm just I just get irritated when it's like, what are you an hour long drama or are you not a what? what Freeform, the thing is like, maybe just let it tell the, the story. Well, well, that's well. The tough thing is it makes it weird for award season series. Yeah, because I'm like, are you competing with Shit's Creek? Or are you competing with you know Game of Thrones?
2: No one's competing with Shit's Creek
1: now. And that, that's the tough thing where it's like it's kind of unfair where you yeah. get to kind of live in both worlds and get be nominated for both. And it's like, no, you that's have to fair. pick. Um, that's um, I'd, I'd say that's ears. more on the Academy than anything
2: else. Uh, I don't think it's the Academy that they pick. They can put it in a category. It's up to them. Is, is the Emmys the mm-hmm. same Academy? Emmys, whatever. <laughs> whatever. The Emmy Academy. The Academy of the Emmy Awards. The uh,
1: Emmys. Yeah. Um, but okay, so now we Joe get into Emmy. favorite parts, favorite characters, qualms. Uh, so one thing. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say uh, right off the bat, favorite part
2: Frog Lady reunion with Frogman. Oh, the sweetest so reunited and then baby Yoda learning not to eat everything
1: I, I almost was like okay throw in the book uh, here it is the walk from across the dock and I'll, it was it was very like I'm glad they got to have their moment
0: feel. Yeah. I was very I, I, I out loud was like oh yay
2: yeah <laughs> after everything they went through last episode it was nice to have a moment of uh, reprieve and mm-hmm. I really did enjoy them not carrying that joke of Yoda eating everything like, he's learning to respect a second, life a little gonna, bit. Do You know what yeah. I mean? Like, him petting the little tadpole is a huge... Character-wise, so, from what we've seen over the uh, season and a half, that's a big change for mm-hmm. Baby Yoda to not just, like, scarf it the down. The child. Yeah, sorry. The <laughs> child. Baby Yoda. Uh, so, for me, Frog Lady Reunion, Frog Man was was, was up there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get into other ones, but I want to go around the...
1: Uh, I... Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan Kree's every time she's on Mm -hmm. uh, in frame and she's explaining to him what actually Mandalorians are um, I'm there for it because I'm like okay cool finally, finally I was like it's just like in a weird way I get really I guess I don't want to sound like I'm a gatekeeper but I get really defensive when like there's an establishment of things and then there's kind of like this no sense of like you know, uh, continuity because it feels like you're telling people that this version is more important than the other one mm. and to acknowledge that both are in existence is really fun for me you know yeah, like there is yeah. conversation of like redoing the Rise of Skywalker with JJ's version I'm like how about you have both because a lot of people are like with the Snyder Cut right it's like hey people can have both and mm-hmm. it could be in different canons but Star Wars people are saying like take out Rise of Skywalker out of canon. And I'm like, there's a lot of people who fucking like it. Like, I have a yeah. ton of issues with it, but that doesn't give me the right to just be like, nope, that's not part of the canon. Yeah. You know? And so, like, I felt a little bit that way where it's like, so many people were like, oh my god, it's Baby Yoda, and it's like, it's not Baby Yoda. It's it's the child. You can have fun and call it Baby Yoda because that's the only thing we have to name it. But it's like, if that becomes like the thing where it's like, well, Yoda traveled through time and it is Baby Yoda, or it's like, if he got reincarnated, it's like, oh, all right, cool. Then you've established it. But until that point, like, let the character kind of have its own like identity um am i I being scolded right now is that what's happening no no no. uh and this is like the greater zeitgeist of like the fandom right where it's like well this is what mandalorians are i'm like no that's not what mandalorians are at all some mandalorians are some mandalorians are but those aren't aka hashtag not my mandalorian there you go hashtag not my like my mandalorian is satine and sabine and sabine and bo katan like they were really, really well fleshed out characters, and Ollie, your fucking little nerd on should have went off crazy because they're all women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it did. like, and so yeah, I I love the Bo-Katan character, and like, I think in- I'm gonna like the effect she has on Jindarin.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to their like their just their time together. Um, one of my favorite parts though is absolutely them like uh infiltrating the road. Oh yeah, and and like. There's like there's like a shot of Katie Sakoff's character like knocking some guy out and she like tur- slowly turns and yeah. then like is joined by her. I'm like, come on.
2: I loved the we cool. have them trapped in the the, the cargo where? control. Oh yeah. The
0: where? where?
2: The cargo <laughs> control
1: gets <laughs> sucked out the back. Um <laughs> I, wonderful moment. I was like, what is what's the problem? The the moment where she's asking or interrogating the, the imperial uh captain of like, where is the darksaber? Does he have it? And he says if yeah. you're asking, then you know. And I'm like, oh! Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, that's what I want to see. It's just like... That's what we got. Oh, like, oh. And also, like, I would love to see her, like, in my mind. I don't want Din Djarin to be, like, the new Mandalore. I want Bo-Katan to get it. And I would love to see that fight for the, for the Darksaber. That's just me. Yeah. So,
2: mm-hmm. I think we also have to talk about something else in this
1: episode. There was a name drop. Oh, uh, ah, yes. Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Woo!
0: How did you feel when that name was dropped? Um,
1: Tom? Well, to me, I'm like Rosario Dawson's coming. That's in yeah. my mm-hmm. mind. And I'm gonna, I want to see how her the portrayals, because I really began to love the Ahsoka Tano character because of Rebels. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. at this point, I would say Not that she fu- wasn't a
2: strong character in Clone
1: Wars, but Rebels really fleshed it up. Well, out. she was a kid. And then she yeah. later on became like the way of no way, you know? Uh-huh. And then by the time we see her in Rebels, she's already a fucking great. Jedi uh-huh. and so at this point I she's probably the strongest Jedi in the known universe and so mm-hmm. I'm like let me see and I, was, yeah. part of me is just like bitch why didn't you put her in the fucking sh-, like movies I'm like ah but like it's fine Maybe Dave Filoni gets a movie series by himself. I'd be cool with it. The future is bright. It's
0: it's onward and upward. I don't know, (laughs) man. That's my answer to any. That's my honestly. That's my answer at this point to any like Star Wars quabbles. I'm just like onward, upward. Let's just enjoy. I'm like currently Mandalorian's being made. I don't care about what was made last year. Right now, it's Mandalorian's being made, and I love it.
2: I'm very excited that it's Rosario Dawson. I love the fact that she lobbied to play it so hard, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I think she's a wonderful actor. Uh, And I I don't think she would lobby to play for the part if she didn't think uh, she
0: She had something to
2: offer the role. Yeah. Or or cared about the role enough to not... Protect it. Protect it. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not to say that she can't obviously have her own liberties with it, but I think that Mm
0: -hmm.
2: uh, this is a fine line I walk. And I've mentioned this publicly a few times, and I was like, I think there are things you can change to characters and still yeah. call them that character. And I think there are things you can't and still call mm-hmm. it the character. I think if my example the other day was you can't just slap an S on Christoph Waltz and call him Superman. Like, there are certain qualities that characters have to have. to have. Um, and, and I th- think she's going to bring all of that
1: to the table. I think you can write really well framework. Mm-hmm. And if you live within that framework, it works well. Um, That's a good way to put it, yeah. But I'm actually really excited, like, I don't know, it's Dave Filoni, and I'm kind of just like, Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni. Um, I don't want to sound and Favreau's like
0: Favreau's writing is really good.
1: Yeah, I don't want to like, say like it's not Favreau stuff, but like this is all sitting on the shoulders of Filoni, mm-hmm,
2: um, which yeah. I'm really glad. Well, especially that Especially the territory we're in
1: now. Yeah, which I'm really glad that both of them are collaborating and you know bringing mm-hmm. those things to light. Uh, and this is the tough thing that I felt like what happened with Titans season two for DC, where on season one they tipped on this territory of like these are the old Titans, and then everyone's like I want more, and so season two just became nothing but that. And for me, I'm like. A lot of these episodes are starting to feel like backdoor pilots for spinoff series, which uh, Disney has already said that they have greenlit three other shows mm-hmm. so that are not announced. And some of them are thinking that it's a Boba Fett show, and I'm just like, maybe a re- the, the Mandalorians? Mandalore show? I don't know. But like, I'm almost thinking, like, do we get Ezra Bridger? Do we get him back? Huh. And does he get his own show? And I would be so glad if maybe Sam Witwer were to play him. That's good casting. Because Sam Witwer is the voice of Darth Maul, but also he's been within the Star Wars world for a long time. He kind of has that hero persona look. I'm just saying, this is dream casting, but I'm right. like, if we're living in the universe,
0: then- Well, I was going to say, do you get a sense that this is a seed for the spinoffs, let's call them? Or is it, do you think they'll just like start Like in a completely different time and space. I think they are
2: open doors. I don't know if there's I think that it's very smart to say, well, let's see how we are at the end of season two of Mandalorian. If people are interested Mm -hmm. enough, let's see the hype. I don't think this is at least I hope this isn't the last we see of Bo Katan. Mm -hmm. Um I because I think she portrayed it wonderfully. Live action uh is really nice to see, and I think that she's a good foil to Jin Darren. Um I, think, I don't think I she think, needs to stick around to like guide him anywhere. Whole. But I hope right. she shows up. They they're, somewhere. they're
0: doing such a good job with establishing these characters. It would be such a shame for it not to be like a spinoff. <laughs> like I would I would want it to be like Kenny Bo Spokatan. I mean, you
1: know, and that's that's my 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 cynicism about about that. Where it's like this is a train and it's moving, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's all these routes where we think it could go, but they have their own destination they where have, they want to sure. go. Yeah, but then like a train there's different carts and there's mm-hmm. in those carts are different doors and we see through those doors of like, we could go there. We, we could go mm-hmm. there. I honestly would love, and maybe
2: this is just because we didn't get it or we got teased with it and then it got slapped out of our hands. Um, I would love for Darth Maul to show up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And so that, that in kind this of series. brings me to this point of like, I kind of feel like Din Jaren will be the. I'm not going to give him like a an analogous name like a Nick Fury or a fucking stupid thing like that. But like, um, he is like a character that allows us to see the things that we want. Uh-huh. So based on the mm-hmm. audience reception of it, I think that's where Star Wars is going to be like these are all focus groups. And so yeah. if people, really I don't respite, want it to be
2: that focus group. I want them to tailor a story. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Where it's like these are rather be than all listen these, to the it, fans. Because if there's anything I learned while working at certain stores, I've learned that the general populace doesn't really know what it wants, yeah. and there needs to be someone in charge to go. This is what you want, or and this is what you will
0: People, why they should like the thing that you want to show them. This, this is, is this
2: is it. this is what you need, not yeah. exactly right. What you here's want. what you think you want, but here's what you need. Chewbacca doesn't. I'm hoping that
1: Mandalorian kind of sticks with that. Uh that's all yeah and i I think for me it's kind of like because i think there is the long-form star wars saga that i think people wanted like you could do the knights of the old republic the show you know what i'm saying like don't tease me with that (laughs) don't do that don't uh, but you know don't give me hope that's what i think can happen with how they're playing din jaren of like he has all these adventures and we're going to places that is established in the extended We're gonna lore. Go plan our flags well, now I got to do worlds. a Twitter
2: poll to see if people want that, Tom.
1: Yeah, and and so so like we can get more of the um, I think Night Sisters, who are the witches who created Darth Maul and yeah, the sisters Yeah, yeah, like you can have those things. And Mando is going to be the one that's going to introduce it to a live-action audience. That's what I think the show is kind of operating as, but that's just Mm -hmm.
2: me. Oh, God. Could you imagine a Knights of the Old Republic TV show? Like, let's do a a cap it at three to four seasons. Don't go any more than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first season is Revan and Malik's, like, First half is their training. Second half is their their journey to becoming Jedi. First season is like who they are, how they became. At the end of the first season, they find the thing that turns them to Sith Lord. Anyway, I'm just going off. This is
0: a whole different episode. That, I mean, I'm down. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> that sounds amazing.
1: Let's, uh, before the episode gets too long in the tooth, let's go favorite characters.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: how do you not say Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan. How do you not yeah. say bo Uh And... Same. I'll, my second favorite I'll say is, I mean, Jindarin's great, but the Din frog. Jarin?
1: the what I say? Jindarin?
2: Excuse me. Did I say Jin Din? <laughs> Din You said Jindarin. You say Jarin? Jindarin, yeah. Uh, it's hard. What? Yeah. Uh, the frog couple is my second favorite. Yeah. I just, uh, after what that frog lady went through and her ingenuity of rerouting that robot to speak to him and like fighting super hard just making it there finally and having one of them hatch
1: uh, uh-huh. it made me happy um katan uh, and Bo-Katan, that's
0: it yeah Bo-Katan and mando he'll be my default for a second for sure
1: um qualms i
2: actually don't have any for this episode um i could have done with a longer infiltration scene seen more more combat with them but yeah m- maybe it's a less is more situation maybe having that want and bringing them back later in the season's a better move for storytelling uh mm-hmm. give us a taste now and then you know give us an episode that was like episode three from season one where you're like oh fuck they're all here yeah. like that's um
0: yeah like so like, i don't have grossiness. any for this
2: episode really
0: There weren't anything that I, there wasn't any moment that I was like, oh, this is a little, I mean, for the second where we thought it might be carrying that joke over again from the second episode. (laughs) A little hesitation. Yeah. I was like, Um, okay,
1: we're good. I have two. Um, When they first get into the ship, there's a Dutch angle. I don't think that it's really used Mm. well. Mm. Um, Mm. Dutch angles are supposed to show that there's something wrong. Like, uh, Like, there's an awkwardness or like someone's about to die when they don't think they should die. Like, but it's an infiltration scene, so I'm like, what? Are they going to come across Jedi, and then they're going to get betrayed? Anything could happen, Tom. But nothing happened. I was like, why a Dutch angle? Why a Dutch angle? Um, And then two, I'm going to ask an existential question.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is a Mandalorian a race or a religion?
2: I think it depends on the sect. Because clearly, some sects, like the Child of Children of the Night, have foundlings, um, who are adoptive, so it's not a race. Um, I've never seen it as a race. I've always seen it as a way you're raised, like a clan. Like it's not so
1: a religion. It's not a race. It starts as but a clan. But you planet, can't
2: right? you can't just like jump in when you're an adult. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like a tribal thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just could you? I mean, this might be getting in the weeds, but could it? Could you draw parallels to Judaism? So
1: sense? this is or my like, question because I had that same exact feeling. It's really weird that like let's translate it to real world. And so yeah. if you go into a bar and so, it's, what's up, Jew
0: guy? You can't do that.
1: You can't do that. And so but it's that, really weird that it's like Mandalorian is like people, but also it's belief. So is it right. which one do you? Is it for this universe? That's the thing that got me like, you're not Mandalorian. You take off your helmet. It's like. We are, but you are under the weird Mandalorian. But you could also
0: argue that in a world with less hate, you could walk in, into a bar and say, "Hey, Jewish person, maybe,
1: maybe." But it's you know, it's just a very interesting thing that I don't know if right. like but, they but, but saw you, that
0: with that question. That's what I thought of, just because of like it's starting like with a race of people, and then I think it's it just of it's more of a, a creed. culture than a religion, yeah, or yeah, like a culture. Race. And I think, and I think, I think those. Draw some. Yeah. Maybe some parallels.
1: And I, I will see, I mean, the thing is, like, with this, they kind of, you know, buried the hatchet or, you know, put the Band-Aid on of, like, why doesn't he take off his helmet, right? So if they do talk about it that way where it's, like, maybe season mm-hmm. three is, like, don't fucking call me that. You know? It's like, okay,
0: yeah. cool. We get there. Yeah, it's context. Yeah, so that, that was a little bit of baggage. an ambiguity
1: that was just, like, I don't know if they're drawing lines that they want to have.
0: Because um, there's clearly people that are taking up taking it up as a as a creed, right? I mean, him himself or whatever isn't from there, so. That's um yeah, I know. It's interesting. It's very interesting I'm, I'm, I'm super fascinated. Like it's like this third like wing think, of Mandalorians.
2: I mean, there's not a whole lot of extended information on how to become a Mandalorian. It's just mm-hmm. it's just you have to basically live by a certain set of codes where you're the cast code. out. It, and I the, believe that the some of the sects like the children of the night, you children of the watch, you can't become one because at an older age, because You've already shown your face to living creatures, I
1: think, yeah, in the whereas other
2: ones you may be able to later in life simply by adopting
1: their code and proving yourself in in the felony canonical that you know was established beforehand it's pretty much like you're just born a Mandalorian, like you yeah. are like you you don't you can't I'm not a jedi, it's like you have the power of over your chlorians. you are a jedi, right, like the force is within all of us, that's a religion, so um. um uh, so, uh, after that, uh, there's no rating, so that's, no, I'm excited for where
2: this is going now.
0: Yeah. This uh, took a, we're, we're this on was, board now.
2: this was heading towards an interesting, you know, pretty like, oh, okay. Mandalorian season two. And then this episode took a hard
0: left towards, yeah. oh, were you bored? Here's the this story. Is this is what I like. And, and these kinds of stories, this is, this is the kind of Star Wars stories that I want. I want a simple overarching plot. Quest to get to the wizards, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the plot of this of this season, as far as I'm concerned. So and we get to just spend our time get there slowly, hopscotch over planets. Well, it's, spend time in this world.
1: It's a little like get to the the hunters who know where the wizards are.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's in, what I'm saying. It's like the quest steps, and like it's so the video game. We, we know what the goal is of the season, right? And we and it's like, but let's just let's take our time and 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 explore characters and and. And different parts of the corners of the world and different versions of Mandalorians and what that means for the universe. Like this is the stuff that I that I want out of Star Wars. You know, I wanna deepen my understanding of the world. I wanna deepen my appreciation for the world that's being created by all these people. So
1: clone fucking wars
0: and rebels. Clone wars, I gotta get on it.
1: And rebels. Rebels actually I feel like Rebels did better for expansion because they actually gave you new creatures and Mm. like Clone Wars is just like, look at the Star Wars, look at the Anakin and the Kenobi, and you're like, I love it. Right. But then, yeah, it kind of became rebels, its baby. thing. I
0: mean, that, that's probably Avatar, what we went Avatar, Korra,
1: Rebels, the Freedom. You know, it's all. <laughs> just don't, <laughs> just Avatar don't watch Resistance. It all I'm kidding, kidding. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> What'd you say? Just don't watch Resistance. Don't watch Resistance. Oh, i, I I'll, I'll try to watch it. I just did not. I was not about it. Um, Uh, But no, I am excited too. Um, But with that, let's uh, round out the episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Let us know your thoughts of this recent episode of The Mandalorian and also what you want us to talk about in the next episode. If there's more specific on characters, let us know. Um, We want to have this show grow with you and um, make this the best show that everyone could listen to. So um, if you want to check out more of what we do, NerdOn.TV is the best place to check everything out. Um, But until then, everyone take care of each other, hydrate, um, and take care of uh, yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know the drill. As always, Nerd on
0: Ending Broadcast.